What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 22, the long-awaited episode 22 of the Everyday Scout. Uh, we've been we've been off the air for the past couple weeks. Um, I know Connor said he's been getting some complaints from our loyal <laughs> listeners, um, so we're back. Um, glad to be back. We're both just a little busy, and obviously, you know, school comes first. So, but anyways, now we're back, and we're gonna we're gonna do some contender or pretender today classic game um classic sports talk show game we're going to do our own version of it today four teams in each conference will tell you whether they are capable of winning the super bowl this season but first as always i'll go to connor with the news yeah it's it's good to be back um you know i think last time we were on here uh, drew Brees was still a starting quarterback in the nfl so that gives you kind of a timeline there um, but you know, the, the Steelers Ravens game still hasn't happened yet. Um, Ravens boarded their flight earlier this night as of the time of recording. We do not believe Lamar Jackson is eligible to play in this game, uh, based on betting lines and just the knowledge that is available to the public right now. Um, Baltimore did have two positive tests today, but it's not expected to be a concern for the game. Hopefully they just get it over with, um, you know, the, NFL is not going to let any game get canceled, but especially, uh, you know, the most important divisional rivalry the league has to offer right now. Um, so, you know, hopefully expect that game to play and finally just get the drama the fuck over with. Um, you know, uh, playing a Thanksgiving game the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. Uh, mind you, mind you, Wednesday at 12.30 PST here on the West Coast. 3.40 Eastern Coast time, which I think is even weirder. I think that yeah. has to be the weirdest NFL kickoff time in And that is, decades. you know, that's in part due to the lighting of the Christmas tree in New York City, yes. which yes. contractual obligations from NBC. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, as, as Connor said, Lamar is not playing. We think so. Steelers should have a pretty easy win in hand. Um and that just kind of goes off the general trend. Like, kind of everyone has COVID. It's taken its toll on the league. I think we all knew this would happen. There's really nothing we can do about it. It just is what it is. Um, I think most teams have had at least a game where they've missed significant players. So, it's just not an excuse this year. Um, it's just something you'll have to roll with the punches on. And speaking of that, uh, we had Kendall Hinton against Taysom Hill this past week. Yeah, uh, the Taysom Hill franchise quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, um, you know, led his team to a dominant 31-3 to victory. You know, starting quarterback slash practice squad receiver slash former college quarterback Kendall Hinton finished the game one for nine with 13 passing yards and two interceptions. You know, obviously that's a laughable stat line, but it's the equivalent of one of us getting called up to try and start an NFL game essentially. You know, I you know you gotta give some respect to Kendall Hinton for what he did. There uh, wasn't, yeah, there wasn't the completion until the second half. They had zero passing yards until the fourth quarter. I, I mean, yeah, I mean it's just crazy circumstance. I don't think there's ever been a game in NFL history with two not quarterbacks starting at quarterback. No, I mean respect to Hinton. I mean, because they they tried to pull the stat. You know, oh, it's the first time a position player started at quarterback in the last forty years. But he, Taysom Hill's on the other side of the field. Yeah, Taysom Hill is a quarterback, though. But they, they both played quarterback in college for three years. 
Where did Hinton play again? Do we know? Oh, God. Um, Georgia Tech? It's Georgia no, Tech. No. It was the, the colors are correct. I don't think it was Georgia Tech, though. Anyways. Um, Wake Forest. Okay. Wake Forest. Okay. All right. Well, that that's somewhat legit. Um, I mean, and then on that note of poor quarterback play, just Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is dead. The Eagles are dead. Um, I will never not take a victory lap. Yeah, no, I, I thought Carson they were going to have a big year. Um, Your Super Bowl champion. Yeah, no, Carson Wentz ended 2019 very well, leading a team that had no business being in the playoffs to the playoffs, putting the team on his back, and I, something happened. It was it was like Deshaun Watson against the world, but it was Carson Wentz. No, it was – Except – happened, and, and he's bad. Deshaun Watson's good at football. I mean, it's hard to watch Carson Wentz. You it's can't like, watch it. The the worst thing about that game in Seattle last night is Jalen Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts, that, that, that entire pick was talked about so much. And then we hear about, you know, this is finally the week that he's going to see yeah, this Yeah, that was a weird storyline that never came. Finally the week. You know, you, you know it, it, it's kind of like the fantasy, you know, coach speak where it's like, oh, shit. Like, like Shanahan, when, whenever Kyle Shanahan says this running back is our lead guy and he doesn't touch the ball for a month. That, that's basically what happened here. Yeah. Um, you know, Peterson came out and said, this is finally the week where Jalen Hurts, you know, he's part of the game plan. We've got some scripts in. Comes in, throws a, throws a six-yard out, takes him out for the rest of the game, never sees another snap. And yeah. then Carson Wentz gets snacked immediately the next play. It was Throws weird. two more interceptions. I just – How hard I mean, is Doug Peterson Jalen Hurts your being eyes? good on the Eagles would be a nice – storyline in the league i think we'd all it'd be tremendous it would make them not look like idiots for taking a second round quarterback yeah. you know when nobody expected them to like do you think are the, the eagles are blowing it up after this year they have to right wentz can't be moved but do just does, does management go doug peterson like what i don't know they're also ne- i think they also have negative 70 million dollars in cap space so they i they are probably in the worst spot out of anybody in the national football league right now i mean they had fun winning one ring they didn't want yeah, they got five. they got a ring they didn't want to win the majority five. the majority <laughs> it's true famous quote the, the majority of their players are over 30 getting paid too much i mean yeah, see, the one thing weird. they had was Carson. When, the one thing they had was Carson Wentz, and now they don't even have it. It was weird because that one season where they kind of jumped onto the scene, like Wentz was young, but their team was old, and people we're thought they were an up and coming team. But their line play was so good, but it was like they were all like thirty one. They're all like thir- They're all thirty five now. Yeah, no, we're, and they we're, were all we're a year removed from the Eagles might have the best roster conversation. Yes, they did at the time. And they did. I know we're we're a year removed from that. You know, they this is this is all karma for taking Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Yeah, no, they they deserve what they got. Um, <laughs> and then the Chargers, just just bad. It's just bad. You cannot convince me that there is a worst football head coach in the National Football League right now than Anthony Lynn. He is on the he same tier as Adam the Gase. He might They're in the same the tier. Yeah. Okay. No, drop down. Being there. second to worst still means you're the 31st best head coach in the NFL. There is no excuse for what's been going on. Um, you know, I – like I would say this is different, but I went from Mike McCoy to Anthony Lynn, and I didn't think it could get worse. You know, and then Phil left. We got a new head coach. We actually moved. The team picked up and moved. You know, I was like, oh, my God. 
the injuries are going to be gone. The curse is gone. No, it's it's unspeakable. The Chargers are two of the weird old school NFL. He's not going to get fired in the midseason. He would have gotten fired yesterday if he was. It's not going to happen. They're going to ride out the season. If they win two games, they might be able to justify it. We're the laughing stock of the NFL. We usually are every year, but now it's literally just Anthony Lynn. They're watching Justin Herbert have statistically the best rookie season by a quarterback in NFL history, and his team's three and eight. Yeah, because his head coach is has no idea. What yeah, doing. no, and and on the big picture note, I think it's important to keep in mind like we have Patrick Mahomes here in Kansas City that is is on a legitimate you know, has, like, a very legitimate shot to become the best quarterback ever. And, like, if the Chargers hire the right coach for Justin Herbert, that is going to be a a major roadblock in Patrick Mahomes' quest to do that. It's a division rival. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 exactly. And just, like, in the AFC in general, especially now with – I mean, we'll get to this later. He didn't know – his first career start, he took him to overtime. Yeah, no, exactly. So, like, I'm just – like – it's it's something to watch big picture. It has way more impact on the league than just the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely something I'll be keeping my eye and, on. And, you know, the thing the thing with my team every year, every year, the, the motto for an NFL fan is, oh, the Chargers are going to be so good next year. That's, that's how you describe my team. And it's always the injuries. But even with the slew of injuries this team has had, you know, Derwin, question mark from now on, you know, impact starters, Melvin Ingram's probably leaving. A lot of changeover after this year. Every single game we play in is winnable if we had an average NFL. If we had the 15th, the 16th best coach in the NFL right now, we're at least yeah, 500. You'd be a game over 500 probably. Yeah, yeah we're at six and five, yeah. not three and eight. It's just, it's, okay. we'll see. Clean right. house, hashtag Firelin. Yep, couldn't agree more there. Um, and now we're going to move on to contender or pretender. Uh, We're going to go over four teams in each conference. First, we'll just get this out of the way. Teams we will not be discussing are the Chiefs. Yeah, mind you, some some preface for this. Yeah. If to be a contender, we have to view you as actually feasible to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, like we can can imagine this team lifting the Lombardi trophy in Tampa. not Not just getting there. Because some of these teams could get there, but there's no way they'd beat the best team in the other conference. But right. you have to be able to win the Super yeah, Bowl like this year. You. And we're not saying it's likely. We're not saying we're take any. Just a possibility. It. it just it is possible. Like they have what it takes. Um, we won't be discussing the Chiefs, Steelers, Saints, or Packers because we both agree they are obvious contenders. Um, and it's just it's plain and simple. And we won't be discussing the Dolphins, Raiders, or Browns, who. Although they've showed promise this year, we believe uh, none of those three have what it takes, and they're pretenders. Um, so mm-hmm. without- sorry to sorry to one half of the gambling guys there, but the eight and three Browns, despite you know essentially locking up a playoff spot this season, will not be winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyways, we'll start with the NFC, and probably the best team on this list, the Seattle Seahawks. At eight and three, what say you, contender or pretender? It's if Russell Wilson is on your football team, you can win the Super Bowl. It is the LeBron James effect. It is similar to that fashion. If you took Russ off of this team, I know they have DK, Jamal, Bobby Lockett, Chris Carson, a lot of big name impact guys. If you take Russell Wilson off this team, you win three games. It's that simple. 
it is the best example is it is the LeBron James effect. You know, Russ is out here in Cleveland. I know it's Seattle. It's a little bit of a better, better place to be. But if you can, you can win any football game. It's, it's the reverse yeah. chargers. You know, Warren Sharp actually tweeted, you know, after him just berating into my team. Thank God. It was so needed. He just tweeted a, a picture of a yin-yang symbol. And he goes, the Chargers must lose one-score games in order for Seattle to win one-score games. Everything is balanced, you know. And it's, it's the truest thing I've ever heard. Um, we still have our concerns. I believe Seattle is still on pace to be the statistically worst passing defense in NFL history. Um, I think they're going to give up over 5,000 passing yards this year. Yeah. Um, our preseason concern was that they couldn't rush the passer. We predicted that Jamal Adams is the best pass rusher on this team, and he leads in pressures. Um, it's Seattle's exactly yeah. who we thought they were going to be. Yeah, no, and um, there's a reason they're on this list that they're being discussed and they're not a for-sure contender. I do agree with you that they are a contender because of Russell Wilson. And, you know, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett are, is one of the better receiving tandems in the league. Chris Carson getting healthy. Carlos Hyde didn't play that well, but there's some depth there. Um, and, yeah, as you mentioned, their pass rush. I mean, that's really the trend to watch. In the last four games, they have 12 sacks. Carlos Dunlap, the new addition, LJ Collier playing better. So if they can just get any any semblance of pass rush, they'll be in much better shape, as you said. Um, but they can definitely win the Super Bowl as long as Russ is playing well and they don't – They the, the end of this regular season here, I think they should try to – I mean, I know these are must-win games, but – try not to put too much on his plate because you're going to really need everything he, he can offer come the playoffs. Seattle is exactly who we thought they were. They're literally last year's Chiefs. It's an unstoppable offense with yeah, one of the best quarterbacks I, I, in I football. I mean, I wouldn't say they're last. Well, Pete, Pete Carroll's the only person that can stop that offense. I mean, that but, offense is not last year's Chiefs. Yeah, but I'm saying, relatively speaking, they have two impact players on they're defense, and if they have a shitty game, it's over. Yeah, they're constructed. Yeah, they're built the exact defense thing. was pretty solid there. They weren't terrible. They're just like a worse version of last year. Chris Jones and Tyrant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we both agree on the Seahawks. They're a contender. They could win it all. Um, now another team in the NFC West here, the Los Angeles Rams at seven and four. You know, this is a tough one. And I'm gonna have to go pretender. Um, I liked what they were doing for a little bit, but I just you know, and I'm going to contradict myself later on this list, but, you know, it's just tough when you, your quarterback is is one of those guys that needs, you know, ideal conditions to play well. And conditions in playoff games, especially road playoff games, are anything but ideal. Um, and you'll need your quarterback usually to play at, a, at an elite level. And I just – I don't think Jared Goff's consistent enough They've had games like when their defense is playing well and they can run the ball and work that play action, you know, they can, they can beat anyone in the league. It just, it doesn't happen every week. Their defense has played great, uh, but it still could be more consistent and golf. It just lacks that, you know, you know, this isn't, this is still a good offense, but it's not the offense it was three years ago. Um, If it was, that'd be a different story, but it's not. And for that reason, they are a pretender. I think they could win a playoff game or two though. I do. Yeah, I mean, this 
for all the all the credit that goes to Sean McVay being one of the best offensive minds in the league, this is a defensive team. There's not really a way around it. Um, you know, they spent the first pick they had in the draft last year on Cam Akers, who shows a lot of flashes, but just doesn't he's, – he's their third string running back. He just doesn't get the ball. Um, you know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are probably two of the most underrated receivers in football right now. Um, it's just Jared Goff's throwing the football. And Goff hasn't been terrible this year. Um, to start the year – he was playing really well. He's kind of teetered off to, you know, his usual golf averageness, which is to be expected. But I, this team cannot be a contender when they – like, how are they going to score points? Like, what do they do I, at an elite level? If you're going to win the Super Bowl, you have defense. to do something at an elite. Uh, when you, are they an elite Aaron, defense? Aaron club? Donald. <laughs> I don't think they're an elite defense. I think they're a really – No, good they're defense. not. Um, I would, I mean, I would agree. Some, but when, some area of your team has to be – Truly game-changing. And I know Aaron Donald's great. I know Jalen Ramsey's great. But that defense is not – I mean, that de- that defense doesn't, you know, scare you. I mean, it's a tough – When you lose both divisional you. games to the 49ers JV team, you cannot win a Super Bowl. Yeah. No. I mean, they're good. <laughs> I think it comes down to they're good, not great. They just needed – I mean, if, if their offense was what it used to be, it would be different. But, you know, they just – they don't have the same talent there. Same offensive line. People forget those girly years. Their offensive line was was A plus. Um, yeah, and that Whitworth injury to, to at the uh, earlier part of this year really just right. screwed up golf. Right. Um, all right. So we agree. Rams are a pretender. This is another tough one. The Buccaneers. Um, and see, here's where I get a little hypocritical. The Rams beat the Buccaneers, but I think. I think the Buccaneers are the absolute floor of the contenders. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, again, I, absolute floor. I think this is the worst team that could win the Super Bowl this year. But this is – you watch that team play, and they're clearly out of sync offensively. Um, mm-hmm. There's a disconnect between Brady and Arians. I still think Tom Brady – is good enough to win the Super Bowl, especially with those weapons and a defense like that, which is good. But I think, like, they're still pushing the they're, – they're trying to push the ball down the field a ton. And Brady can't do that right now. Like, it's just not him. It hasn't been him for the past couple of years. He can still be a very good player working intermediate underneath routes. Um, and, you know, Arians came out and said, oh, old Brady's calling the plays, not me. Like, it just – it feels weird. There's a weird dynamic mm-hmm. there. But at the end of the day, this is still an offense with a ton of great personnel. The defense – I mean, look, they got lit up by Kansas City in the first half. That happens to everyone. Um, I'm not going to hold that against you. They played well the rest of the game. Um, I, and, and, look, here's the other thing, the last thing I'll say. Their last four games – Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, Atlanta. They have a real soft last month of the season here. I think they could maybe use that to get things in sync. Brady and that offense try to figure things out. And if they finish off the season well, they could go into the playoffs hot. Um, Again, I think this is the worst team that could win the Super Bowl, but I do see them as above a team like the Rams, even though they lost. I mean, I would agree with you that they're above the Rams, but I do think this – sadly, I do think this team is a pretender. Um, 
you know, my, my preseason playoff predictions, you know, we actually differ, which is good. Um, my preseason prediction was a chiefs Bucks Super Bowl. You know, I really believed in the talent of this roster. Um, and the defense, frankly, um, you know, the weapons all over the offense, it's on par with any other team in football. But as we said, you know, a month or two ago, the, the most consistent player on this offense is Ronald Jones. If you don't want to say an offensive lineman, it's yeah. Ronald Jones. Yeah. Um, you know, going into the season, the concern was that missing a month of preseason work was going to fuck this team over. You, you know, it's Brady's going to, Brady's going to figure it out. They're going to click eventually. Well, the time is running out. Right. The time, it's yeah. that simple. They're the most bipolar team in football, which is, I'm stealing that from you. Um, but when, when this team goes and just destroys Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, like I, I don't, like that game was unspeakable. It wasn't competitive. It wasn't competitive. And then three weeks later, they lose to the division rival Saints 38 to 3. In my opinion, that was the like I've seen like there's been games where teams lose by 40 or 50. I've never felt worse about a game than that game in my entire life. It was life. unsettling to watch. It was like no. Whoa. In the third quarter of that game with the Saints up by 30, I was actually sitting there and I'm like are they just going to quit? Like is like are they just going to end the game? It was shocking. It, it's thirty-eight it was, to three. Uh, you know, there's been bitter, there's been worse beats out there in NFL history. But I was sitting there and I was like, "Are they even going to keep Brady in, or they're getting their ass kicked so bad that they're just going to fuck it? Yeah, end the game, just give it up. Like I, the defense is the best part of this team. Oh, you for know, sure. it, this I mean, is this is one of the most talented. This is the best yeah, run. It's one of the most talented. It's it's a top three most talented roster in the NFL right now. Right. But, you know, the defense was clicking to start the year. Lights out. Offense hadn't clicked yet. And now the defense stopped clicking, and the offense still hasn't clicked yet. I think it's going to be one of those things. They just – it's not that they peaked early because they've really they only peaked. looked – they've only looked really good in one game this year. Uh, I, I mean, more than that. Yeah, but like they blew out the Panthers. It's the youngest team in football. Like I'm not going to give them blew credit the for Raiders that. Blew out the Raiders. playing well. This team lost to the Bears on Thursday night. I know that was literally Brady. No, no, I know, I know. So, They've been incredibly inconsistent, but, but I just think that's the one you thing. Can't I like be an here. inconsistent team. No, I know, I know. The one thing I like here that I think gives them a chance at their soft landing the last month, if they can figure it out then and go in hot, they have what it takes. But I mean, that's that's a big if. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm giving up on this team. That's but different. if there were any time to get it together, it's this week, week 13, which somehow is their bye week. I don't know why people have – why teams have bye weeks this late in the year. Yeah. But both Carolina and the Buccaneers both don't play this week. Right. So if they come out the bye and run the table, which if you're playing Minnesota, Detroit, and the Falcons twice, you better run the table. If yeah. they lose any of these games, they will not win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like you can't drop any of these fucking games. Um, I'm, I'm out. I'm I'm selling my stock early. That's fair. You know, I'm if, holding, if they had that preseason, life, yeah. I had them as my Super Bowl loser. But it, I I think it's just it wasn't enough time to mesh. You know, Brady still got another year under contract. It's 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 not like it's not the last hope like yeah. it is in New Orleans. Yeah. So maybe it'll all click next year. Brady Brady will play till he's fifty. 
Yep. All right. Um, Cardinals at six and five. I think last week showed you pretty clear. They're a pretender. Um, they're just too young. They're just too young. Um, I, they have a bright future. I really don't have much to say here. They're talented, but I mean, they just they just don't know how to win football games when they're close and they're not really playing well offensively, if that makes sense. I mean, I know they've won close games this year, but mm-hmm. also Kyler's hurt. His shoulder is not healthy. Yeah, that's, very that's something I wanted to touch on. Like, if Kyler's healthy, he something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. So they can't win the Super Bowl. It's, it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, the reason why Kyler Murray's been so good this year is his ability to run the ball. Um, you know, as soon as this team lost back-to-back games to the Lions and the Panthers, I kind of wrote them off. Um, like you said, they're just too young. You know, it, it would, they could be a year away, could be two years away. That's how young this team is. Um, they, probably, they probably only have one more year of Pat Pete. But, you know, everybody else on this team is still very young. Um, it's not talked about enough how well this defense has played after the loss of Chandler Jones, the most underrated defensive player in football. So that's going to be a big addition. And Isaiah Simmons is playing football again. Yeah. It's it's amazing. We pitched about it every week, and now it finally worked. You need to just settle up the spot. Um, I don't really blame (laughs) on that, but – yeah, they they they're not a contender. Um, I think that's a pretty. Easy they're a year year or two away. The potential is definitely there. They're just too yep. young. All right, so recapping the NFC Seahawks. Uh, I said we both said contender. Rams. We both said pretender. We split on the Bucks, and then we agree on the Cardinals as a pretender. Now, to the AFC. The Buffalo Bills, at eight and three, a hail mary away from nine and two. The Buffalo Bills are which is kind of weird. Um, and and a bullshit ending. Or, you know, but in the bullshit ending in the Rams game. So it's kind of balanced. Okay, so we'll call it an honest eight and three. Um, mm-hmm. They're a pretender. <laughs> um, I just – I cannot imagine Josh Allen winning the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. Like, that, that's, like, that's kind of like the acid test. It's like, like can you – picture their quarterback like holding up the trophy on the stage I mean listen the past like ever since week four the week four his passer ratings were 105 148 129 and 116 since then he's gone 78 74 90 66 139 77 and 88 I mean he has one game of a passer rating over 100 in the past, like, two months, um, you know, he's still throwing the ball down the field, but it's just – it's not the same. I mean, we were talking about him potentially MVP in the first month of the season. First month of the season, yeah, he was. So, arguably. I mean, he's just dropped off, and their defense has regressed too. I mean, th- their coaching staff is phenomenal. They, they pull out a lot of these games. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're not winning the Super Bowl in 2020. You know, you know when his numbers started to tail off there for Josh Allen. When? As soon as John Brown got hurt. Really? It's a statistical anomaly. That Might is be the fantasy the fantasy player in me looking into it too much. But in games where John Brown does not play, Josh Allen does not play good football. Um, I don't want to project that because again, it's likely an anomaly. It just happens to line up. Um, 
I think the defense for the Bills has actually been pretty disappointing. Um, we like we didn't expect this to be an offensive team this year, but if there was a most improved award, it goes to Josh Allen without a doubt. Josh Allen came into the season without throwing for more than two seventy in a game. Oh, he oh he's taken a no forget about that. that. Forward, he's, but... he's the most improved player in football, bar none. Uh, um, uh, uh. I'll I'll stand on that. I'll take I'll die on that hill. I okay. I can you think who else who else top of your head? Who's the first person comes to mind? I mean, I honestly don't have someone on the top of my head. But, there you go, Josh Allen. I I don't think that's his easily. I mean, he like he's dropped off so hard in the past two months. Like, I he's had one good game in the past two months. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's yeah. just that's that's not improved. That's not improvement. <laughs> like <laughs> it's an improvement from what we saw in the playoff game last year. No, it is. It is. Against he did some wild shit at Houston last year. He did some wild. He did some wild shit this week. I mean, he always does wild shit. That's the problem. It's one play a game. That's the problem. He just goes brain dead for like three snaps a game. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're they're not winning this. Consistency thing. The defense defense has been a disappointment. Consistency's been an issue. <laughs> um, you know the, the roster talents there. The, the coaching, coaching is, there. is there. The coaching staff is there. It's just, it's just not the year. Just not there yet. Not yet. Maybe someday. Yeah. Maybe someday they can lose a fifth Super Bowl. Bills Bills Cardinals Super Bowl next year. Sure. Yeah. Sign maybe. me up. I'd be down. Um, all right, so the Bills are a pretender. Um, this next team is fun. The Titans, they have some wild results this year. Um, Speaking of consistency. And they're, they're crazy inconsistent. And they don't have a quarterback that could carry them in a game where they're down, which scares me. But I, I'm going to say contender. Oh, I'm hallelujah. Gonna, I finally got you to say. I got you to swap because you're finally a Titans fan. I, who wants to play this team in the playoffs? Nobody. I think they're the shit out of you. They scare the shit out of you, plain and simple. You play defense and run the football. I mean, and the but they don't even play defense. They just it's run just Derek Henry. offensive. They win shootouts running the football. <laughs> they yeah. win shootouts. Um, God, I'm so I mean, happy. You look, hated this team to start the year. You hated this team. I did. They, they, they're perfectly built to beat the Chiefs offensively. Defensively, they're not because they can't rush the passer. And if you can't rush the passer, you're not beating the Chiefs. Um, mm-hmm. But, boy, boy, Derrick Henry, I mean, Jesus. Jesus. I don't know who makes the schedule in the NFL. It's always been – you know, like I, I understand why each game is way, the way it is, but – you know, the type, the Ravens having the easiest schedule in football is a problem. And then on top of that, Derrick Henry having – They are having, four with that schedule, however. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, the, giving Derrick Henry the easiest fantasy playoff schedule I've ever seen in my entire life is also a problem because I'll probably play him. Yeah. <laughs> He's coming off the no, no, yeah. the Colts. No, no. He this- plays Cleveland, Jacksonville, Detroit – in Green Bay to finish off the fantasy season. <laughs> I mean, if that game... So against- the, the playoff games there are Jacksonville, Detroit, and then the fantasy championship, Derrick Henry goes up against the Packers 
which is where we saw the yeah, Dalvin if, Cook show. If that if that game is meaningful, he he might set the rushing record in that game. Like he might like a, a quick two ninety seven that, that, that that winning run against the Ravens was like Do you think they you, could, you know you could feel it. You're like, all right, here comes late. Do they give do they do they give the fourth quarter comeback to Tannehill or Derrick Henry? Because he's had like six game-winning touchdown runs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like the point being, just no one wants to play this team. They probably won't win the Super Bowl. I think they're above the Buccaneers, but still kind of on the bottom. Like, I think this really is the most likely. underrated offense in football. I mean, sh- sure, but I mean, it's kind of like the Bills, like – if their defense had stayed where it was last year, like we would have, this would be a different conversation. Um, no, I because then I agree, we'd be but... talking about okay, well maybe if they really have a great game plan, they could slow down Mahomes for a half, and that's if you're gonna beat the Chiefs, that's you gotta you gotta slow them down for a half, like the Patriots did but in the eighteen. You're not gonna slow them down the whole game. All this team has to do, do if this team gets a ten point lead, the game's over. That's unless it. it's unless it's, it's Kansas point. City. Well, right. Unless it's Kansas but City. But that's all that matters in the AFC. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, like, who but, would you pick? Tennessee at Pittsburgh. That'd be a fucking crazy physical game. I hope we see it. Like, I really do. I mean, obviously, we saw it in the regular season. Right. Good-ass game. Um, but, all right. So, wait, I mean, then, I agree. I'll, yeah. I'll so take they're, contender. They're a contender. All right. I've always bottom been of the barrel team. They're bottom feet. I would, yes, they're they're my floor. Yeah. Okay. Um. This this next team is like a wannabe Tennessee. Um. The Colts like also play kind of an old school brand of football, physical, but they're a pretender. I mean, let's not kid ourselves here. Philip Rivers. Finally convinced you. I I showed you the light of the AFC South. Well, I said the Colts would win ten games this year, and you laughed at me. And they're seven and four, so we'll see. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're not a they're not a contender, though. Um, I don't even think they win a playoff game. No. So yeah, um, their ceiling is just so low. But if they get a quarterback now, <laughs> the reason I laughed at you is because you said Phil was good enough to make it happen. And he hasn't. I t- oh, first of all, preseason, I said Phil was good enough to win them ten games, which they're gonna do. They're gonna go ten and six. It's DeForest Buckner winning them ten games. Okay. Well, yeah, I said that after, <laughs> after <laughs> Buckner, did I not? Yes, you did. But okay. this this team's always been a pretender in my eyes. Um, you know, I mean, they they got the problem Houston, is, oh, uh, Las Vegas, Houston, Steelers, Jags. They're gonna win three of those games. Deshaun Watson's going to throw the ball to himself for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this team always been a pretender in my eyes. Again, it's it's that exciting tier of teams who are, like, so close. You know, the Bills, Colts, the Cardinals. You know, it's like, it's, it's like the quarterback age shift we're seeing in the league right now is amazing. But it's also, you know, we're not seeing the pass in the Super Bowl every year. It's great. You know, it's going to be the Chiefs now. But it's always yeah. exciting you know, to see up-and-coming the- teams and see the shift around the league of the power, the shift in power. Excuse me. Um, but they're they're not going to be in a position to draft a quarterback next year. Phil was on a one-year deal. 
It's not Jacob. Jacoby Brissett is a wildcat quarterback, which is amazing. I love watching it. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Um, but I just remember this team drafted Jacob Eason. Me neither. Their ceiling um, is just so low. It's so low. Their ceiling. They're the Colts are now the Texans, where you make it to the wild card and you just lose. Yeah, every year until you, until I you mean, figure you could do that with Peyton Manning too. I mean, yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning did that for a decade, too. So, um, really no difference. But, like, they're, they're, this team is one of the most well-run teams in football with Chris Ballard at the helm. Um, they're they're going to get a quarterback. I, don't ask me how. If this team sells Mac their Jones future to move work. up. If Mac this team Jones sells their future, it, I think any quarterback in this class would work out of the top six. No, no. Well, I mean, I said Mac Jones because – he needs to find the right – him and Kyle Trask, like, need to find the right spot. So does Trey Lance. Justin Fields. Right. Yeah, I mean, but everyone needs to find the, the right spot. This, this team's going to get their quarterback next year. Uh, I'm still a little curious to see how the free agent market will pan out. Or even, even just the trade market, you know, with, with the veteran names. Because, you know, they did the veteran thing, veteran thing this year. Excuse me. Um, you know, like, does Matt Ryan leave? Does Jimmy G leave? You know, Kirk Cousins has been playing good football this year, so I think that's kind of out of the right. picture maybe. I don't know. We'll see. You know, they're, they're a quarterback away. This this team's going to trade up to select the quarterback in yeah. my mind. As the they round. should. Chris Ballard's a good GM. And one last final parting shot at Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning made the playoffs 15 times in his career. Of those 15 playoff appearances, would you like to guess – how many years that – what was his record in opening playoff games of 15? Four and 11? Yeah, six and nine. Yeah, bad. Bad. I mean, I, I said they could just, do it with Peyton Manning too. Yeah, I'm just – I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Manning family hater um, oh. on all accounts, okay. except for young Archie. He's, he's got it. And we'll be talking might, about him and he might on episode two hundred and thirty-five. Yeah, uh, mock draft. Episode. When when Urban Meyer, you know, lands his commitment at at Texas, we'll we'll be talking. Yes, in seven years. Um. Okay. So our last team here, the Ravens at six and four, and this is this a wild story. This is the this is the NFL. This story. team is not winning the Super Bowl. They're not. They're a pretender. They're not. That is crazy <laughs> to say. That is crazy to say. They're a pretender. Um. And I, I'm not sure what, like, like it, it's weird because they run the football at will. They run the football at will. They have a very good defense. And yet, and, uh, like, are they asking Lamar to do more? They must be, right? No. They have six offensive plays. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, boy, wouldn't it would be fascinating if the 2019 Ravens turned out to be the 2015 Panthers? That would be something. I mean, yeah, but you know, they're not. They're, shoulder they're injury. Lamar didn't have a. Lamar didn't have a, a career-hindering shoulder injury like Cam did. He just can't throw the fucking football. I mean, Lamar is a. <laughs> Like could like how like I, I could see his team winning multiple playoff games though. That's the thing. 
can you? Because they're, they're not going like, to beat Tennessee. They are, Couldn't they do it last year. They're not going to beat Tennessee They are certainly the best pretender. Like, for sure. For I sure. mean, I think I would agree, but I think the Bills-Ravens game would probably be a field goal decided if that were a playoff matchup. Sure, but I, in my mind, they're still the top of the barrel pretender. Um, again, we'll and see what happens the rest of this year. What? The offense is not good. No. But it's weird because they run the ball at will. It's like, it's like they could win playing a certain way. I feel like they just – The, the problem with the offense is rhythm. Lamar's yeah. been out of sync the entire year. Okay. The committee works. But it all, like it's – Mark Ingram is done. Tired, juice, nothing, no flash, energy's gone, okay? Yeah. If you just – it, maybe it won't work. But just fucking please, God, give J.K. Dobbins the ball 25 times in a game. Yeah. And you'll probably win the fucking game. Yeah. I like that. I know, like, maybe, you know, you know, losing Marshall Yonda is one thing. A first runs. ballot Hall of – one yep. of the best guards of all time. Yeah. And then losing Ronnie Stanley on top of that. No, that's big. Yeah. Is another thing. We'll cut him some slack for that. But at the same time, like, it's not it, – it, there's no flash. Like, can you imagine saying that Lamar Jackson hasn't flashed this year? If I said that to you six months ago? Like, yeah, he, I mean, he has the occasional, it, like, 40-yard run, but he can't throw the ball. Mark yeah, I mean – The receiving the receiving course terrible. I mean, par, yeah, part of it was that he caught – it was the degree to which he caught the league or this organization caught the league off guard last year was, like – Something it's a year wrong. off. That's the problem is because when Lamar started over Flacco, it was halfway through the year. And it's always the, oh, they're going to get the year of film on Lamar. And his first full year as a starter, what the fuck is he going to do being 2019? And it just didn't happen. And we were like, oh, my God. Like, he, if they couldn't figure him out this year, how is it going to happen? Right. But it the offense – like. Please don't draft another five six receiver that runs a four a four two forty. Like just, uh, just do something on offense. Please figure it out. Develop more than six plays. Like there's 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 more problems than it seems on this offense. Obviously the offensive line is a problem because of health, retirement, just losing guys in general. Yep. But like he led the league in passing touchdowns last year because they were all one yard touchdowns to Mark Andrews. Yeah. No, I mean, most inflated stat in football. <laughs> it'll it'll obviously be something to a major storyline to keep an eye on. So now uh, those are our eight teams we went over. So just to recap, and uh, just as of as of the time of the recording, the Ravens are the first team out of the playoffs in the AFC. Yes, they are not a playoff team currently yeah. right now. Right, um, and the Ravens Steelers have not played on Wednesday, obviously. Um, so. As of what we say, the Chiefs, Steelers, Saints, Packers, Seahawks, and Titans can all win the Super Bowl, and we disagree on the Buccaneers. That's about six teams, seven teams, about right, about what we usually have. But I, I think the, the tier after that, below that, of pretenders is, is the deepest it's ever been uh, in, in my memory. So it should be an exciting playoff. There should be some upsets, some surprises, and we'll see what happens. Um, and now it's a big week. In the NFL this week, it is the Everyday mm-hmm. Scout Bowl in SoFi Stadium. The New England Patriots traveled to play, play against Boston Anthony Lynn. Chargers. Belichick versus Anthony Lynn. 
Um, yep, the best head coaching matchup you could possibly imagine. The last time these two teams played, um, it's a good it game. It was a solid pretty. game. It wasn't. It went pretty. well. Um, wasn't pretty. I I recall Sean Marion going on the herd and proclaiming victory preemptively. Well, um, see when when Gus Bradley, you know, the thing with Tom, you know, twenty years of Tom Brady dicing up zone coverage, you know. The Seattle cover three scheme, Gus Bradley invented it, and it has never worked against Tom Brady. And then when you specifically only run nickel and dime to stop Lamar Jackson, and it works, you're like, oh, shit, you know, this must be a pretty good scheme. You can't use the same scheme on Lamar Jackson and Tom Brady. No, you can't. And he's, he still has a job. Yep. For anyway. now. Um, I think it's a pick em now um it might have moved but the Chargers were originally a one point yeah. favorite i mean to open this game the thing is like, please hammer the i don't have a lot of faith in in the patriots but i'm not sure i can imagine belichick losing damian harris and cam newton will both score a rushing touchdown this game i mean probably um but i just after what i saw last week i'm not sure i can imagine a bill belichick coach team losing this is going to be very ugly <laughs> I, I don't even be, watch it. No, the the one thing I know is it'll be close. Yeah. So here's my thing. So who does I haven't watched a lot of the Patriots this year because it's just disgusting football to watch. Sorry. Oh. Does, no, does Bill still do the thing where he takes one player away on offense? Does he still do? The, do you guys still do that? Uh, I mean, it depends. It, I mean, I would. I think like if if there are two. <sighs> If you just have one good receiver, then Gilmore will follow him. But if there's yeah, Gilmore's going to be on Keenan the whole game. If there's two guys and one of them's kind of bigger and more physical, then Mike Gilmore Williams. will follow that. It's it's like the Chiefs. Like when we play the Chiefs, is Gilmore, Gilmore going to be on Keenan or Mike? See, that's the thing. Um, I think Gilmore will be on Keenan and JC on Mike, right? Yeah. So it, it has to be an Eckler game. It has to yeah, be. we can we can't stop the run. Yeah, well, we can't run the ball. It's just going to be Texas no, route. Something's going to get Texas route. Something Texas route. Texas route. Something's going to um, get. I mean, I think this is like Herbert did have a come to earth game against Miami. That was really the game that grounded him. Uh, it was the worst performance of the year, and then rebounded with the best performance of the year. Um, the remaining games on the schedule for the Chargers, this should be the worst game he has the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean Bill. I mean Bill is infamous for giving young quarterbacks rookie quarterbacks can't. Yeah, it's, it's just so it'll be a low-scoring game. The numbers at forty-eight and a half. I would take that under. I don't like myself yeah. for saying that, but I mean, I want money, so yeah, I'll take money over my pride and my my honor. Take mm-hmm. the um. All right, so a gambling guy's replacement this week is to take the Patriots money line. Yeah. I mean, it's minus 110. It's a pick but, yeah, I agree. Um, all right, guys. Well, anyways, thank you for listening. Um, we'll have some special episodes coming up, especially when the playoffs start, and then the off season will be really fun. Not that we enjoy the off season more than the regular season. It's closer mm-hmm. than it should be for us, though. Um, As a Chargers fan, you're used to it. but <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, anyways, thank you for listening, and uh, stay tuned. Uh, we might not have one every week, but we'll have one – definitely most weeks so don't worry about that um Mm -hmm. and um good luck last week of the fantasy regular season coming up 
Hopefully, if, hopefully next time we talk, the Steelers and the Ravens played football. Hopefully not, because if they don't, I win. Um, <laughs> I'm up by three, and my opponent has Big Ben left to play. So, oh. and and I and I won. I took the lead on Carson Wentz's weird touchdown pass at the end of that game last night. So yes, you heard that right. There's the a thrill fan, Duncan Stevenson does still start Carson Wentz in fantasy football. Two, two, two quarterback league. I uh, drew Locke on the bench. Um, so, you know, it's a very competitive league. Anyways, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. See you guys.